interest rates. We all want them to go down so we can buy that home or reduce our debt or even that our bonds might start recovering. Is that likely to happen? It, will it happen in March? How far down can they go this year? And even more importantly, are there steps we can take now to start thinking about creative solutions for homeownership, for debt reduction, and even to avoid the losses in those toxic long-term bonds that caused the banks to fail last year, but many of us have on the safe side of our portfolio. So all this and more in this month's free video conference, always available at youtube.com forward slash Natalie Pace. And we'll get started in just a moment. So I know that a lot of us are really hoping that interest rates will get lowered and that's just gonna help all of us. However, is that really likely to happen? So first off, I wanna start with taking a look at where mortgage rates are and also a brief look at what the Fed said in their most recent um, press, press conference, which was yesterday. So as we can see right now, interest rates are, you know, depending on your credit score, but six to 8% on a 30 year. And when you consider that a good deal of people were refinancing at around 3% just a couple of years ago, and that real estate prices are at an all-time high, that does make it very hard to finance a new home. Also, we see other statistics, and I think this is as important in terms of housing, that a lot of people in a lot of areas are gonna to have to pay one third of their income in order to buy a house. Now, that's a problem because you won't qualify for the loan, but it's also a problem because one of the fundamental things of home ownership is to buy something that you can afford. And if you're paying a third on housing and you haven't factored in maintenance, property costs, even food, you know, transportation, health insurance, and all of the other costs of living, you know, you might be at a point where you actually are putting food on a credit card, which is this is not a sustainable budget. So we're going to talk about a lot of how um, housing solutions, bond solutions and debt reduction solutions. But before we jump into the things that you can do now with interest rates where they are, let's talk about whether or not they're likely to come down and how far. So the market had bet previously that the feds were going to cut the interest rates, at least by the March meeting. And in the most recent press conference, which was yesterday, uh, Jerome Powell basically said, no, that's not going to happen. So again, you can actually go to the Federal Reserve gov website and you can actually look at this so basically what he's saying is that inflation is still too high uh the last six months are more encouraging but it's still too high and when he was asked point blank whether or not he said a very highly unlikely that march is going to have a rate cut now the other thing is that in the most recent summary of economic projections, which was in December, the feds had indicated that there might be three rate cuts this, this year, right? That maybe it would go from 
five, five and a quarter to five and a half, where it is now, down to 4.6%. Now, I want to highlight here that even if it did get three rate cuts, it's still much higher than it was in 2021. So hoping that that's going to make housing affordable, it may not. What we really need to see is a lot more housing um, availability out there and um, perhaps a lower interest rate, right? And what we're seeing is that people aren't putting their homes on the market right now, which means that there's a scarcity of supply. A lot of people want to buy and don't qualify and or the price is too high and going to take up too much of their income. So it's quite a quandary that needs not just lower interest rates, but more supply and perhaps more, that would cause lower prices because real estate prices are at an all-time high. And I do want to give one word of warning if you're a new homeowner uh, or a potential new homeowner, new home buyer, is that one of the worst economic choices you can make in your in your life is to buy high in real estate um, before the prices do weaken and your mortgage might be more than the value of your home. There are already millions of homeowners in that position right now. And if you would like to know more about that, I have a blog about real estate solutions. Just go to nataliepace.com forward slash blog. And this is the most recent one that you're going to find, which is unaffordable prices, high interest rates, buyer's remorse, and what works in real estate these days. Now, I actually have a few outside the box things to think about here and case studies. You can also find a lot of case studies um, in my book, The ABCs of Money, the fifth edition. So make sure you go to nataliepace.com, scroll down and click on that book cover so that you're always assured that you're getting the most recent edition. And in the ABCs of Money, there's an entire section on real estate with case studies and also 10 questions that every one of us should ask before we buy a home. Now, back to the interest rates. We'll know more about what the feds think is going to happen this year in the March meeting. That is March 20th. So what we get then is another summary of economic projections. We didn't get one yesterday. We get it every other meeting. So we'll know more March 20th. But again, thinking that interest rate cuts are going to save the day and make our debt more affordable, our home more affordable, um, and potentially even that our bonds recover when it's only expected to go from five and a quarter to five and a half, where it is now down to 4.6, that is nowhere near where it was in 2021. And that is not the best strategy, just praying and hoping for more rate cuts. So what is a good strategy? Well, again, I have resources for you that I strongly recommend you check out. That real estate blog for sure. And again, in the YouTube, um, you know, when you come to this particular page to watch this, I include a lot of the links so you can just go directly to those links and also the real estate section of the ABCs of Money. So I want to talk a little bit more about bonds because while there is a very high correlation between uh, negative correlation between interest rates and bond values, uh, again, so what happened when the interest rates went up really fast, the bond values went down really fast. 
A lot of people lost a lot of money on the safe side of their portfolio where they're not supposed to lose it. They're hoping to recover that. That is what caused the banks to fail last year. And that bank term lending program that saved the day is going to expire on March 11th. So I wanted to show you, these are the returns of uh, bonds. They lost even more than stocks did in 2022. Long-term government bonds lost 26%. And this is important to know because this is the safe side of our portfolio, which is not supposed to lose money. Now, they did recover a little bit last year in the anticipation of the rate cuts. But again, the rate cut isn't going to be significant enough to offset a couple of the other risk factors that are happening with long-term bonds, and that is duration risk. So some of these are 30, 35, 40, 45 year bonds. So the company or the, you know, the state or the city is borrowing money from you and saying, hey, I'll pay it back in 50 years, right? You might even be dead by then. So we have to look at duration risk and also credit risk. I talk about this a lot. Over half of the S&P 500 is at or near junk bond status, including a lot of our banks. That's uh, one of the reasons why we had so much a problem with our banks failing in the U.S. Um, the US, uh, Canada and Australia, they have higher credit rank rankings on their banks in general. But if you want to know for sure, you should check the individual bank itself. But I do have a tutorial on how you can get a 5% yield on your bond portfolio. So if you have a million dollars, what that's going to mean is that you could potentially get about $50,000 a year just on your bond portfolio. So again, there's a, another blog about that. This is our uh, real estate blog. And there's my crystal ball blog. So if you want to know more about that, we also have a crystal ball interview with Howard Silverblatt that you can access just by clicking on that. And again, it's going to be on my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Natalie Pace. And he's predicting, <laughs> uh, you know, pretty weak returns We're this year, really glad to be 4.6%, 4 to 6% in the S&P 500. And then... Here is the um, how to earn 50,000 in interest safely finally. Again, that's on a million dollar portfolio. So there, the real rule of thumb here on bonds is gonna be keep the term short and the credit worthiness high. And if you are one of those people who indeed did have a lot of long-term um, bonds with credit risk and you lost a lot of value, it still might be worth considering that you would go ahead and transition out of long-term toxic bonds and into a shorter term high credit quality. That might be a good strategy because as we see a little bit more liquidity than we saw uh, between 2020 and 2023, then now might be a chance to recover some of that, not all of it, but some of it and uh, protect it better. Your safe side is not supposed to lose money. Now, if you are relying on somebody else to do this for you, 
again, you know, I'm seeing a lot of the, the statement itself tells you the truth, but I'm seeing a lot of people that are being a little bit misled by the people that are representing them. So if you would like an unbiased second opinion on your bond portfolio to understand, you know, things that are risky and things that are maybe better, we can actually color code it and explain to you why this is riskier than you might realize. Uh, it's my unbiased second opinion. Just email info at nataliepace.com for pricing and information. Now that takes me to credit card debt. So if housing is costing people under the age of 40, um, some 30%, a third, sometimes 50% of their income, this is not sustainable. When you add in you know, the cost of health insurance, taxes, um, transportation costs, a lot of people are putting things of that are basic needs like food on credit cards that they can't pay off and they're amassing credit card debt. You really have to think outside the box. So I do strongly encourage you to check out that real estate blog, but there are a few other resources and these are free that I am happy to share with you. So uh, most of these are gonna be through my video coaching, but on that in that book, The ABCs of Money, there is a Thrive Budget section and there is a Debt Reduction section which you definitely want to read and uh, get updated on. So then if you go to YouTube, what you can do is click on playlists. And what you'll see there is that you'll have a budgeting and adulting life hacks. There's a, a series there. I think it's 12. I also have 21 days of prosperity and abundance. So what these are intended to do is to teach you how to keep more of your money, how to save thousands annually with smarter big ticket choices. It's not, you know, look, if you are having a cafe, a giant grande cafe latte every single day, then you could save a little over a thousand dollars, but that's not what's killing most of us. It's the high cost of housing, the high cost of transportation, the high cost of medical insurance and medical care that, and even the high cost of food. So in order for us to get that down, we really need to think creatively. And I'll tell you, once you fix the big ticket items, your life transforms immediately. Now, I also um, have at youtube.com forward slash Natalie Pace. If you just look on the videos, what you'll see is that one of the more recent videos is uh, one that I did with Carmel Boss. And she is the CEO and founder of Coabode. And she helped us to understand that single moms, and by the way, this could be the truth, not just for single moms, but also for college students, um, single dads, uh, you know, millennials that want to save up to buy their own home. You can save up to $19,000 a year just by cohabitating. So again, there are lots of creative solutions, whether you're interested in um, you know, protecting your wealth better from the bond losses, uh, real estate solutions, because you would like to own your own home. And by the way, there's that's not the only real estate solution there is. You definitely want to check out that blog. Um, also, uh, ways to, you know, stop getting into the credit card debt. So if you can learn how to save thousands of dollars annually and stop making 
the billionaire corporations rich at your own expense, then you're not going to have to put food on credit cards. So it's really important that you understand you're probably not a shopaholic. You're probably not eating too much avocado toast, but what's really killing you are the basic needs. And there are solutions for that. They're just found outside the box. So again, the housing solutions are all there. Now, before I sign off, I wanted to address one question that came in uh, from Deborah. So Deborah, thank you for your question. And she had sent over a video and it was basically somebody who was saying the dollar was gonna become worthless and that the US was gonna move to a digital currency and that that was a way that we, they were gonna take away money from everybody because everybody had too much debt, et cetera. And it was really a fear mongering thing. Now, I will tell you, a lot of these charts that I put up here, there's too much debt. So do we live in a debt world? Yes. And in fact, one of the things that I strongly suggest people do is to definitely align the payoff date of their home mortgage with their retirement date. So should you have excessive debt? Should you have mortgage debt if you're retired? I'm going to tell you, as you look, even if you're 55, in order to prepare for that retirement, you want to start tossing bills out the window. And there's a way that you can literally save thousands of dollars annually, align your mortgage payoff date with your retirement date. And so you really clear the slate. Now, are you more vulnerable if you have debt? Yes, absolutely. That's always the case since history began. And that will always be the case, right? Um, do we have to worry about a digital currency? Honestly, most of us are using digital currency right now. We don't call it that. We don't call it a crypto thing, but almost a lot of us are transferring money with Zelle, um, all this sort of thing. I mean, the amount that we actually use physical cash has reduced um, dramatically over the past few years. So what I would say is this, when someone's trying to scare the heck out of you, look and see what solutions they're proposing because they might be making money by proposing those solutions, even if you think they're not, because a lot of people are paid to promote in today's world. So should you, if you are a retiree and you're worried about it, withdraw your money from the bank and put it in a hard wallet? Well, we're seeing a lot of people having trouble with that. I think that you should go back and read some of my blogs on what happened to FTX or some of the other crypto, big crypto accounts. We're considering, if you do want to have cryptocurrency, consider it a hot slice of a diversified nest egg pie chart, not the whole banana. Um, should you have? Should you be worried about debt if you have a lot of it? Yes, absolutely. You want to make sure that you are not heavily um, burdened by debt, whether it's that you want to get ready to buy a house and you want a lower mortgage interest rate, or you're getting ready to retire and you want to be able to have a life where you can actually enjoy it instead of, you know, worry that you're going to lose your home because now you have less money coming in and the same bills. So the bottom line, Deborah, is that we already are using mostly digital currency. Um, anytime throughout history that you have debt, it puts you in a vulnerable position. Um, although there is, I would say, good debt versus not good debt. Credit card debt would be falling mostly under not good debt. Um, if you are taking on uh, sustainable debt, 
to get an education that's going to give you a great career for the rest of your life, that could be good debt. If you are buying a house instead of making the landlord rich and you're paying a good price for a home you can afford in an area you love, that could be good debt. Now, again, a lot of those conditions aren't ripe for a new homeowner right now, but success is when preparedness meets opportunity. So you want to read, you know, those 10 tips for new homeowners um, to start getting yourself prepared for what's going to be the right exact place for you. And a lot of times the answer is think bigger. So check out those resources. Now, Deborah, back to you. What would I do if I were in your shoes? And I was worried about all this. A, I would acknowledge the fact that that was my tendency, that I do get worried about this. B, I would consider not watching so many of these things because the more you watch, the more they're going to be fed to you by AI and by the social media and, and emails. You're just going to get more. Um, if you would like the truth, we're here for you. I'm happy to share with you the, look, all of the data and statistics and information that all of us want is publicly available. It's just not easy to find if you don't know where to look for it and not all of us understand Fed speak. So I'm happy. That's what I do. I read these things and I try to make it both easy and actionable. So I would say that the premise that we're going to move to digital currency, we're already doing that, um, that debt is not a great idea because you could have things taken away from you. That is true. Absolutely. But there are ways to reduce our debt and even to stop uh, putting ourselves in a position where we have to put basic needs on our credit cards because that's not good debt. So again, maybe the best solution is watch less of those scary videos and do the 21 days of prosperity and abundance and get into a wealth and um, creator mindset. We can create our world. We could, instead of um, thinking I should put all my money in cryptocurrency, think, you know what? Let's think about three generations of family. Let's think about our kids and our grandkids. And let's make sure that if we do have a lot of money in our bank accounts, and we're worried about that, that we are setting it up into certain things that actually can give us um, steady cash flow and also set up the next generation. And there are ways to do that. So if you're worried about paper assets like bonds and stocks and even having a bank account, then maybe what you should be thinking about is how can I buy um, some sort of asset that's going to be safe, that I'm paying a decent price for, that's going to give me money every month. Now, obviously, being a landlord would be one way that you can do that, but that's not the only way. So, um, yeah, less fear, more strategy, and um, Thinking about what's right for you. I think you must honor the fact that this does scare you. And um, yeah, maybe we can talk about that in private coaching. All right. Thank you for joining me today. And again, um, you can always watch our YouTube.com 
forward slash Natalie Pace video conferences back. Again, there's recently that interview with Carmel Boss, the CEO of Coabode, um, the Howard Silverblatt, the senior index analyst of the S&P 500, always my two cents, Alvin Tam, an off-grid solar expert who actually doubled his money in real estate um, how, in, on a house before he went and built his dream house in the forest of British Columbia. And he was a circus performer before that. So uh, if he can do it, you can do it. And there's lots of inspiring testimonials in our brain trust meetings as well, all at youtube.com forward slash Natalie Pace. The other thing I would say is be sure to visit nataliepace.com. And if you would like to learn the life math that we all should have received in high school and develop a uh, pie chart with your retirement account and also your brokerage account and your investments in stocks, bonds, et cetera, uh, real estate, gold, and even um, you know uh, other things like crypto, right? then do attend our three-day financial freedom retreat. It's a complete money makeover. Our next one is going to be April 27th through the 29th of this year. It's online, so you can attend from anywhere in your pajamas. And you'll get the best price if you register before February 29th of this year. So reach out to us, info at nataliepace.com or 310-430-2397. Again, you can get additional information on our retreats and a lot of other things. Uh, go, simply go to nataliepace.com and scroll down. You're going to see our spring retreat, our Royal Manor House retreat, if you would like to have a brain trust adventure with us. Uh, my video gallery, and you can also see links to all of my social media. I encourage you to follow me on Instagram. That's where I'm the most active. And also you can see the Instagram feed there. On Instagram, you can join our broadcast channel so that you will always be updated when I post a new blog. So again, thank you for joining me. And I will see you next time at our free live video conferences youtube.com forward slash Natalie Pace. Thanks.